When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Darkness Dave. Andy Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. You gotta come up with like Darkness Dave and then like Podcassie. Crazy Cassie. Podcassie. I I'm like Podcassie. Oh, Podcassie. It's gotta be D D C C. Gonna be unbelievable. Yeah. Don't, don't tell you. a woman crazy Cassie. That's the wrong no, answer. That's <laughs> not it. Sorry, you can't. Survey tell says that. emotionally <laughs> stable Cassie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go. That'd be good. Emotionally stable Cassie. I love the fact that she's on Geef now and she's like hugging herself. I know. Yeah. She just is so happy. <laughs> I'm happy she's happy. It's Absolutely. just great to see her not that is wonderful. in pain. I agree. It is great, isn't it? It is. The best you ever feel is when you stop feeling horrible. Like you just go from horrible to normal. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know. Even though technically you don't feel good, you feel uh, good. uh, uh, Oh, you got to go to break. You got to go to break and come back and do the show. It's only one. Andy never talks. Let him get it out. (laughs) That's true. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer Way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people 
who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Is this Rick Astley? No, this is Phil Collins. Oh, that's right. So, well, it sounds like Rick Astley. Give you up, <laughs> let you down. It kind of goes right along with it. Phil Collins I did was like Phil fantastic Collins. last night. Couldn't move, though. That's sad. I know. But you want to know what? Even though he couldn't move on stage, they made a great production of it, and I think they showcased him very well. I thought you were going to say they made him move with ropes and strings. <laughs> Although I would have preferred if they would have like brought him up from the middle of the stage, so mm-hmm. you didn't have to watch yeah. him go with the little yeah. walk. Did the they stage. really? That was tough. And then yeah. he goes off stage at the end of the show after a standing ovation, and everybody keeps applauding. So they come back out, and he's got the cane, oh and he God. comes hobbling right. out. I would have rather yeah. they just would have like smoke yeah. and then drop him through the floor, and then have a wheelchair waiting right. for him. But yeah. it was he was his voice does not. Uh, you could tell he couldn't hit the high notes, but mm-hmm. he reworked his songs. So that it sounded just as good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really always liked him. Yeah, he was he was an amazing showman and a great and program last night. What I loved is that his seventeen year old son is playing drums for him, and so he stuck with his kid. Yes, and it was so cute how they had like kind of this interaction. <laughs> he introduces the whole band, and then he goes, and then behind me, and the audience starts going crazy, and he goes. Don't encourage him. (laughs) Just stop. Don't encourage him. He's a good-looking kid, too. That kid was handsome, and, man, he played drums. He played piano. He was amazing. Yeah, man, they had, like, this drum. You know, usually in these concerts, when they want to break, they'll kind of do, like, a breakout, like a drum. Solo? Solo thing. Oh, my God, that was fantastic. I'd leave, believe me. And I was a drummer. That was great. And then, yeah, so, yeah, it was a fantastic concert, and I'm, I'm hoping the Star Trip doesn't trash it. Like they they have the it doesn't matter. So what if they? It's already over. It's not like it's going to impact him in Minnesota. What, the the show was packed. What What worries me is if this keeps up, are these big name artists want to come here if all they're going to do is get back? Sure, because none of them pay attention to the. They the, don't. No, no. Okay. They don't are you going to listen to to that? Because right now it's either millennials or nine hundred year old people still writing in the yeah. entertainment mm-hmm. section. Basically, millennials are not going to be impro- impressed by the eighties musicians that are coming through. Melissa actually loves the eighties music. But, right, but I mean, as, as a, as a cri- critic, because you're trying to, I don't know, you're critic. looking for this. A lot of people look at it as selling out. You're just coming back doing your greatest hits. Truthfully, that's all I want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear know? Your, Here's my new stuff. Yeah, Give me good. two or three new scattered songs. Uh, Rod Stewart did that last week. Yeah. He right. put in two or three songs that were great, mm-hmm. and then he just brought out all the goodies. Yeah, there you go. I'm trying to remember which musician said, it's it's our duty to do that. He go, And it might have even been Springsteen. He's like, because... You're inviting them to your family reunion, and yeah. this is you introducing them to all of your favorite family members, and that's who they came to see anyway. So I think it's uh, you know you got to you got to play out the greatest hits. 
Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't. Because I'll tell you what, I went and I saw when Prince returned, and he was went from being the symbol, and he reclaimed the name Prince. The glyph? And he, came, he came to Northrop Auditorium. I remember Tim and I went and got tickets. Return of Prince. I'm thinking, yes. It was crap. Horrible. He did a two-hour concert, and about 45 minutes of it was this free jam nonsense where he went from instrument to instrument. Okay, I get it. You're insanely talented, but I didn't want to hear a free-form jazz session that he just kept chanting, funky for no reason. Funky for oh, no reason. God. Funky for no reason. Boom, 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 boom. Funky for no reason. And that's all oh, he did for 40 minutes. Ugh. But it's art. And then he went up and he goes, um, he did a piano rolls out and he does a medley of like his greatest hits. So mm-hmm. he did like six songs in three minutes. Oh, okay. You know, it wasn't even the full songs. Yeah, and it just kind of rolled out and. You know, because he had turned his life over and he didn't want to do the dirty stuff anymore, which is fine. But yeah. at least there, there are other songs that weren't yeah. straight out Dove's dirty. Dove's Cry, that wasn't right. dirty. Grassberry Beret, that's not dirty. I wouldn't mind hearing a 30-second version of When Dove's Cry instead of the whole eight minutes or Here whatever. You go. <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> that's one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Oh, I People like, just love that. I don't know. I'm, I have a special bond to that. That was I love my oh, youth. Oh, was like a college deal or something? No, high school. High school. Yeah, that was my God, that's true, I saw yes. that concert and uh, we had lots of makeout parties at that uh, To when that doves album. cry? To that whole album. Purple <laughs> Rain. You just cry. put it on and it was dancing and making out for an hour. You know, Sometimes it was with uh, girls, too. When, <laughs> d- when they Me and my buddies just got together and made out. Was you don't know, Andy. It was the 80s, man. <laughs> the 80s, we were breaking we, through. We weren't sure if Prince was a guy or a gal. We didn't care. Let's just have fun. No, Prince was a really, really talented guy. Yeah. He really Yeah, but I didn't. I, I, man, to see the big return, to tout it as the return of Prince, and yeah, then I'm only doing like yeah, six known songs, and all the rest was a bunch of freeform it's jazz. Bad. It's a bad It's call. more like the continuation you of go Prince. To, you go to Paisley Park for one of his jam sessions, you expect that. Not when you're, it's the return of Prince tour. It should have yeah. been something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I hated it. I understand it completely. Yeah. I saw him when he was humping a bed at the Met Center. Yes. Mm. The Purple Rain tour? Yeah. Amazing. What a great show. It was really good. It was a really good show. I stayed yeah. out. We were talking about the other night. I don't know if you ever did this because you actually worked for the uh, companies, but I used to go. We'd spend the night outside, one or two nights, outside the venue or outside you really? Montgomery Wards That'd to get ticket fun. from Ticketmasters. God, yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, They'd have lineups. To do. Everybody would be out there with three, four, five hundred people and music blaring, and we'd be singing all night and then crash at about three in the morning, and then everybody's out getting donut and, and coffee runs at seven in the morning, and we'd stay there all day again. That was a lot of fun, but that's how I got my... Purple Rain Tour tickets. There was no StubHub or Ticket King back then. Not back then. That's very, very true. Um, I want to read something here because I kind of ran down a list of the 52. There were 52 shows. Have they been renewed, canceled, or have come to an end? Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize 49 of the 52. Really? Yeah, there are so many TV shows. It's like, I have never even heard of this. Terrible. Well, here's a couple right here. Okay, so Netflix did some major house cleaning in 2017, cutting expensive shows like Sense8 and The Get Down. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also killed flops like Girl Boss, Gypsy, and after only one season at old favorites like House of Cards, which will end after its sixth season. And Netflix isn't holding back in 2018 either. They canceled Orange is the New Black, which the first season was good. The rest of it I thought was terrible. Lesbian porn? 
Is that what it was? Did it turn into lesbian porn? A I lot don't of believe it. you. Honey, let's go home and binge watch and find binge out. Watch no, I've watched is a it new all. Black. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it all. I just watched the last season. I don't know how they canceled it. I wonder if Apparently. they canceled Orange is the New Black. They well, canceled. they said that this would be the last season. I don't know. There was a Oh, they like wrote the end of the, it? Yeah. 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 Iron Fist was canceled. Luke Cage got canceled. A uh, bunch of stuff that nobody really cares well, those that are two much of the about. lower level yeah. Marvel TV shows. I mean, listen to this: Lady Dynamite, Disjointed, Seven Seconds, and Everything Sucks. I never even heard of those. Nope. No, there's so many. There's so much on 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 television. Everybody's telling me to watch uh, Hill House, though. Yes, The Haunting of Hill House. That's on Netflix. <laughs> it's supposed right? to be great. Yeah. I know. Well, somebody sent me a screen cap of the little boy. What I can't remember. His but name. I haven't watched it yet. He looks just like my youngest boy. Oh, he does? <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy buckets. Yeah. They've got Sabrina. Mm-hmm. From the, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yes, is coming back wow. oh, on right. Netflix. That's right. Oh, it's on Netflix. But okay. what they're doing is they're basing it on a few years ago. You know why the Riverdale is doing so popular is they, as a lark, they did like a miniseries called Afterlife with Archie where the zombie virus hits Riverdale. Oh, really? And oh, they yeah. handled it in a much darker fashion. Yeah. Really? And it was really well done. And it, I, I really liked it. And that got so much attention that they actually did the Death of Archie comic where he stands up for a gay classmate and ends up getting knifed in the stomach. And they kill Archie, and people loved it. And all of a sudden they're like, I think we can make him contemporary again. So they released Riverdale. Oh, okay. And then the whole juxta of how the zombie virus happens in Riverdale is because of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm -hmm. Right. And... Then she had her own series. It was like the Dark Magic of Sabrina. Chilling or Adventures like yes. of Sabrina. So now the series is launching over on Netflix as a standalone series. And the girl that's playing it, did you watch Feud? No, what was that? That was with Susan Sarandon and. No. Uh, oh yeah, I did yeah, too. About we, Betty, Betty, Betty Davis. Davis. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was and Joan really Crawford. Good. It was really good. The the girl that played Betty Davis's daughter, Beatty. Oh yeah. She's in the. Uh, oh, okay. She plays Sabrina, and she looks fantastic. She looks just like the images from the comic book. Now it was. It really? looks like it's going to be fun and, and a good one. I'm going to look look forward to that one with my kids. Why not Melissa? Whatever. Joan, Joan Hart. Hart. She probably will show up She'll as like a cousin it, or yeah. something eventually, but. Yeah, I'm excited for that one because I love Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yeah, this is gonna be a much darker themed one. Yeah, are they gonna have that insanely horrible animatronic cat? I bet not. They they can do so much with CGI (laughs) now. I think that was horrible. It looked bad (laughs) even in the '90s. And I love that it'd be a real cat, and then they'd close in on it, and it's like. Hey, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What? It has like uh, two degrees of movement. Salem, so it just like, yeah. goes like this over and over. Yeah, really and horrendous. And then they, you close in and the eyes are just like slightly oh, off and so glassy horrible. and the mouth would be like, hey, Sabrina. I know. It's like one of <laughs> those things, really those animatronic things you would expect to see like on uh, Paul e. Bunyan's log yeah. ride. Yeah. <laughs> well, they going, changed the name of that and they it? blame me for it. Why? What's it called now? Because you actually have a ride for kids called Paul Bunyan's Log. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding? That's what it was called out at the Mall of America. Paul Bunyan's Log. Yeah, let's not go with that, yeah. Joey. Ride the log? Yeah, ride, ride the log. <laughs> oh, God, it's all true. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many TV shows now. I, I well, They come and they go. I don't even know. I never even heard of them. I'm excited. I haven't started watching it yet, but they did. It's second season of uh, Making of a Murderer. Oh, they did? Yes, that just came out. October on the, 19th, I think. Yeah, on so the 19th. So who, who is it this time? No, it's just, they're still doing the they're same thing. They're still case. doing that case. It's been, what, five years now? Well, right, but there's been a, a lot of follow-up. So yeah, and, and Brendan Dassey, the nephew who was arrested, they may be letting him go. And if that Lego falls out of place, mm-hmm. you don't know what kind of repercussions that's going to have on, on the main guy. I can't remember Steve. Is uh, this all made up? 
No. Oh, Stephen it's Avery. Not. Yeah, no. Isn't it? Yeah, Stephen oh, Avery. Yep. Yeah. And Brendan it's not, Dassey. It's not made up. No. Weird case. We had one of them on the air, I remember that. <clears throat> one of who? One of the... Attorneys, guy. I think Yeah, you was. had the attorney. The attorney? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I went, it's yeah, a crazy yeah, case because yeah, yeah. it's like you you look at them and you're Everybody's like, dirty. You don't know who to side so with. So it's even. like real life. Right. Yeah, Everybody's exactly. a filthy pig when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. It is amazing to me how the... Has the world always been this way? The people... The the love of for the love of money is the root of all evil sure. from the Bible. Well, yeah, they wouldn't have written that two thousand years ago if it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why do we, that their entire life is based on how much dough they can cheat somebody out of or whatever? So you're going to be on your deathbed someday and you go, "Where's my wallet?" I mean, come on, really? Well, people want to feel like they're doing something, and money is literally like it's an. You get a remember. score for real life. You want to get you want to get the high score. Well, and yeah. right now you've got you've got um, people whose parents made it through the depression, and they learned a certain way, and That's they true. taught their kids yeah. how to avoid doing that. Right? Save ninety nine cents for every dollar you make, and then that yeah. kind of went into another generation, and then it collapsed after that. So. Yeah, you know, so so you've got two different opposing views. One is the entitlement market of, of people now who just think everything is due to them because mm-hmm. they're white, Native American, black, Asian, whatever. Whatever they're it is, they're, yeah. they're due because of their position. And then you've got the people that feel like, screw you, we have to you have to work hard for it. And those are getting fewer and farther yeah. between, unfortunately. No, no yeah. it's very true. That is very very true. I just I uh, say don't work hard, but also don't expect much. The easiest way to live. <laughs> Don't work hard, but don't expect much. Live like a cat. It's very easy. That's my motto. <laughs> Your dad's look is I'm awesome. just staring at it. It's just unbelievable. I'm going to need that weed now, <laughs> yeah, please. Exactly. Do you have any of the full THC going? Well, I kind of had a I kind of had a talk with uh, my stepdaughter Pacey about that cuz she was trying to say that we were lower class and I'm like, "What do you mean lower class?" No, she just meant him, not you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, what did she call? We call she called us third class, honey. We're third class. Oh, you're third class. I said, first of all, it's considered upper, middle, and lower class. I don't think third class exists. So what? I think they had a lot more fun in steerage with Jack and Rose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, she's 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 an eighth grader. She's trying to keep up with the girls and be you know popular and. You know, especially when it comes to clothing and stuff. She's and she trying to shame to... you into buying a purse or something? Well, no, I'm, I'm like, you know, when you're still growing, and I'm like, I don't see the reason and the logic in spending $70 yeah. no, on a I pair understand. of jeans that's not going to fit you in two I, months. So I go to Goodwill, <clears throat> you know, where they can find all these brand names. And now yeah. she's starting to see the light because she likes, like, these yoga and stretch pants. Oh, yeah. And they're ones that sell for 80 to 100 bucks, and we're finding yeah. them for 5 to 10 Yeah, really? she's like, oh, Dad. And I'm like, duh. Yeah, well, goes, it doesn't yeah, matter but, where they but everybody from. thinks I'm poor because I'm buying Goodwill. I said, stop telling them. <laughs> Who the hell yeah. knows? How it's not you like you're walking. Know? It's not like they stamp GW in yeah. yellow on the side of your pants. I actually got these from the opposite of Goodwill, right? where they charge more for no yeah. reason. Yes, exactly. And I, I told her, I said, look, when you stop growing, I would have no problem spending seventy dollars on a pair of jeans. But when you're growing every two months, yeah. I mean, because these girls are starting to skyrocket. Yeah. They're gonna. I think they're yeah. gonna be tall like Dave. But yeah, just like. That I think to me, that's a smart thing not to spend money on something like that. Well, so, 
I, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for girls. I get it. I'm yeah, a girl. Yeah, I suppose it is. But, yeah. You're a girl? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, you're a girl. I'm glad you pointed it out. I didn't care, though, in high school. Good I Lord, just... I married another woman? <laughs> what the hell are you I thinking? just did me, and everybody loved it, so. Pardon me? No, don't... I just Boy, did Boy, look at the time. <laughs> we'll be right back to it's Tom here to tell you how easy it was for me to hit my goal of a 92.5-pound weight loss at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I started in March, and in just over five months, I learned about clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods, very important. I'm now in the reset phase and then on to the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program, which I'll be talking about more in the weeks to come. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did. Attend the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner on Monday, October 15th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those extra pounds melt away really fast with this easy program. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on October 15th. Just call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. Is this the Archies? No, this is Phil Collins. <laughs> I don't know. This is Doves Cry. Did you see that yes. onion story? It says the vaults have finally been opened in Prince's deal, and all we've got is uh, to expect is 3,287 hours of Billy Joel covers. <laughs> Billy Joel covers, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Phenomenal. I love the onion. Oh, I know. I remember the first time I ever saw it, nobody told me it was fake, and I'm like, although <laughs> one of my favorites ever. Uh, amazing man gets by while paralyzed from the waist up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> paralyzed, yeah. My legs work fine, but yeah, I love the onion. Been so many great things in the onion over the years. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Magnificent stuff. And, and let me, we, we mentioned it briefly, but I don't think we give it. If you go to patreon.com, it's Tim Lammer's podcast. Tim Lammer's podcast. Yeah, go check. It's only like three bucks, four bucks, something like that to, to get the program. Oh, well, it's cool good. stuff. Yeah, he's got and he's got a lot of really unique interviews with people that he only gets to put snippets on. Oh, when he yeah, does this TV right, show. Right, so. right. No, that's great. And Tim's so a great guy. Him, yeah, because he's always good with us here. Yeah, Tim Lamb is a great guy. He's a great family man. So you should definitely support his podcast. 
You know what I'm saying. I do, because it's October and it's time to broadcast Darkness Radio to your listeners, Tom. It is time to broadcast Darkness Hey, check it. Seriously, if, if you don't mind me plugging for just two seconds, uh, I'm on seven days a week now with podcasting paranormal <laughs> stuff. And seven days a week. I, my wife has me working. Really Somebody's got to pay for the weed. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Way to go, Cassie. Actually, I'm eight days a week with our true crime podcast. But Saturday and Sunday, we do Beyond the Darkness. Uh, which is a podcast I've done now with Tim for 13 years. Right. And then on uh, Monday through Friday, I'm hosting Midnight in the Desert, which is live oh. at midnightinthedesert.com. Right. Uh, and we also have podcast versions that you can get there, and you can subscribe, and it's cool. Go check them out. But if you love the paranormal, you love strange and unusual, go give the shows a listen. You can find it all at darknessradio.com. Darknessradio.com. And remember, I'm going to be on Travel Channel on Halloween night. On Halloween night, yeah. I think it starts here at 7 o'clock and goes for four hours. Really? Uh, yeah, live ghost hunt at uh, Zach Baggins Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. And I'll be uh, running the Nerve Center with Josh Gates. Zach Baggins sounds like a male stripper. <laughs> He's built like one. He's, built like He's a, a good-looking kid. A good-looking young yeah. man. I'm glad to hear it. Um, I thought you're... So none of, none of those shows have been picked up by radio stations. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Midnight in the Desert is uh, our flagship station is KNYE in Pahrump, Nevada. Yeah, Art Bell's right. original station right. plays us. Because it's by the horror houses. Yes. Uh, and your well, doppelganger. And my doppelganger. Yeah. You know, I had him on our show because the I, yeah, the Bunny Ranch was haunted. Denny, uh, yeah, Dennis Hoff. Yeah. So yeah, he's we, a great guy. Yeah, he's very nice. And it's he funny as he goes handsome on Handsome devil. He goes, yeah, he is. <laughs> Good looking fella. He goes... You, he goes, uh, you should come out. I'll show you what we do. And I go, and I'll ghost hunt for you. So it's like a trade. It, it's an <laughs> exchange. Trade. But he's like, we can make that work. But he was a good guy. Uh, yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah, the, the crazy story, though. So oh, I know. All the ghosts that are there and the weird yeah, stuff that happens. Said, yeah. And some of the girls will be engaged in loving and they see weird things in the room. It might be the drugs. Could be. <laughs> it might, maybe the drugs are all hitting hard. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that. People, a lot of listeners have been suggesting, or I guess calling the station saying that we should do a week of shows from Pahrump where I pretend that I'm Dennis Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull it off. Can I, can I give you a bit of on-air advice to the legend? Yeah. Here's one thing you've got to do. It's driving me crazy on the KQ Morning Show. What? People don't always pay attention, Tom. No, and they you do keep not. saying, "Go download the Tom Bernard podcast app." Oh, I just read that. Yeah. Right. I think what they're thinking is it's a, a way to listen to your morning show. Say, yeah, make sure to listen to our afternoon program with the Tom Bernard. You got to start mentioning afternoon, so the, the le- yeah, you're right because they do. I people still are like, "Your Tom Bernard has an afternoon show." I'm know. like, yeah. I know they don't know. Yeah, so just start plugging. I know you're reading their their rhetoric, but just throw in their afternoon you're reading show. Their rhetoric, I like that. But, but put it out there because man, this show is so much fun. People from around the world I tune in and it. listen. But I think you need to build it. Why aren't you on more stations? Let's get you out there. What do we got to do? Well, I did talk to a couple of people about doing that. The, the problem is AM is just not working. It's just not AM's done, which is sad. It's too bad. But but uh, yeah, I think it. Maybe next spring, you know, I'll go out and get a bunch of FM stations. And the bi- the biggest problem that radio has is they're going to have to admit, and so does TV, that nobody under 40 listens or watches. They just don't. Well, it depends on the station. My kids are pretty addicted to a local top pop station. So they listen to that and listen to all that stuff is that all the, the time. Douchebag you in the morning? Yeah. That one? Yeah. The other Dave. 
I always try to get them to do a billboard for us that says, go to bed with Dave, wake up with Dave. But they wouldn't uh, They wouldn't do it. Why not? I don't know. You'd have thought it would make made good good sense. He probably stabbed you in the back, and that's why it didn't Could work. be. He's a little smarmy. Oh, just a little, yeah. A little Nicer than hell to you to your face. Yeah. But then immediately right on Twitter, you're the biggest jerk ever born. Yeah. Tough guy. Yeah. People are like that. I, You know, I all We're, I did one time was ask him if he'd be my lawn jockey. And he got mad at me. <laughs> I don't know why he would get mad about that. I don't understand that. Oh, he is he is one of the biggest pricks I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Well, he yeah. is. I'm just telling you. He's very sure of himself. Oh, of what? Yeah. Well, he's got the, you know, you get the listeners. You know, you don't have, like yeah, I said, well, there are people that, you, that, and let's face it, he has, when he started, he had some good stuff when he came to. Did he? The, yeah. Well, he, maybe he, he was, did. He was know. fun. He took over for Steve, and I thought, you know, oh, and right, I always yeah. liked Steve yeah. and Lee. I thought they were a fun, a good but, guy. but you know what? They were very Minnesota couple sounding. And I thought that Dave came in and injected some humor and good, oh, you know, stuff good. for Chad, a little I, bit, but I've then it got real stale him. real fast. So. It was, uh, and I only popped on there to listen to some of the, the, you know, some of the stuff they did do with the celebrity junk. But it was between KQ and them in the morning. That was my dial spin. Yeah, I mean, the, what people don't understand about that whole setup is that if you're standalone in your format, it's really not that hard to get ratings. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are several in this market. Uh, at one time, KQRS had four direct competitors, and now I think there are three. Direct competitors. It's a whole different business, and, yeah. and thank God to the listeners because the numbers are phenomenal, and it's just it's a whole different deal. But radio is going to have to understand this this eighteen to forty nine demo for TV is a total waste of time because half your audience is not even there, and in radio they can forget. I mean, it's, they're talking about thirty five to sixty four now. They're talking about that being the key demo, and it actually is going to be like forty to eighty. That's who listens to the radio. You now. should, you know, what you should do is hit up the queue and have them replay your show mm-hmm. from midnight till four in the morning. This show, because yeah, over, over, overnight drivers and overnight workers, this would be yeah, perfect for them. They loved it. People love our shows. When we used to do it live on on iHeart Radio with Beyond the Darkness, that's mm-hmm. why they tuned in. They're on the road. They're listening. They're driving. That's a good time. And you're getting those overnight people and the prison people. They love your stuff. You know what they should. Well, thank you. It's All true. the prisoner. They no, do no. I mean, overnight shows. They no, love the overnight no, they, shows because they're sitting yeah, they in their do. cell listening on their little transistors. They and, do. It's true. And it's a big, you know, not that they're on the PPM, unfortunately, but. Uh, well, that thing's a joke anyway. Yeah. Come on. You know, hey, look, we found one guy that's 19 years old. You've got a hundred share. Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. Um, maybe what I'll do is I'll talk to them and see if they want to run this show and then. Do like a best of the KQ morning show for the for the overnight show. Yeah, I mean I'm not trying to drive Eddie out of a job or anything. No. I love it. Eddie is a wonderful guy, but no, I mean that's that is the future of, of radio. Mm. Future radio is going to be a select few shows are going to be played all over the United States, and that's just how it is. I mean it's that's that's mm-hmm. the deal. it still makes a lot of money now. So I'm not talking about tomorrow or anything like that, but the future of the business is going to be. It was so weird because I had to sign a, a document. I had to go to a to a title company, sign a document, and they had the old, huge cabinet about as big as that whole doorway there, with little tiny drawers where they put all the paperwork from back in the old days. Oh wow! So basically, like loading up a file on on a computer. This was a physical file. It looked. I mean, it was That's unbelievable. Cool. It was really cool. They even had a hole puncher. 
So if the documents didn't have ring, they, they would punch holes. Step into the Wayback Machine, Mr. Peabody? Oh, no, they, they had this old, uh, it's, what is it called? First American Title, I think it's called. Okay. First American Title Company. They have all this stuff. They got a they got an adding machine wow. on display. They have got all rid of the abacus, display. did they? Yeah, the abacus. <laughs> Where's your abacus? <laughs> no, it's really cool to see that stuff. It is. But, yeah, when we talk about that with radio, FM radio is never going to go away, and I'll tell you why. Because it's free. It's the only thing left that's free. Everything else costs money. Mm-hmm. You have to have the internet in order to get podcasts even. So, you know, uh, it just everything costs money. FM radio is still free. Uh, they didn't handle AM radio properly and let it die because... Th- well, there are some stations that have the fortitude to understand what needs to be done. But there, a lot of them are, are, are trying to buy into big... You know what? AM really needs to go back into independent hands. I would agree with that. It, and Absolutely I think that right. would save it. Or or you yeah. turn it over to local independent programmers and let them program the shows again and stop worrying about business models because business models, I don't think, will work for AM. No, they won't. You have a, a select grouping that listens to AM. People don't understand this maybe from this area, but WCCO Radio is one of the most profitable uh, AM stations in the country because mm-hmm. they did exactly that. It's like ratings. We don't need ratings. We have listeners. Yeah, there is a huge difference, and people don't understand that. And I, I've done speeches on this. There's a huge difference between audience and ratings. Mm-hmm. They're not even close, actually. They, it's always been speculative, you know, just like it is for television. Uh, oh, you've got a Nielsen box in your house. W- would you put one of those in your house? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I don't care because I would just put it on the most That's insane you. shows. In my house, Sp- SpongeBob would have a hundred shares. I love SpongeBob. Yes. My wife, my wife, and her vape pen and SpongeBob. <laughs> yes, totally. the vape pen and SpongeBob. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, no, I'm, what I'm saying is very positive for radio. That radio will always be around. And I think your your idea about AM is very very wise. Very look when when guys like Patrick Royce and Joe Souchere are down under a one share, there's something wrong with your rating system. Mm-hmm. Those guys have many more listeners oh, sure. than the ratings ever showed. Those guys were really good. A couple of very bright guys. They could give opposite opinions and not get mad at each other. It was a great show. And this whole rating system destroyed them. It just sucks. I loved listening to that show. I did. A lot. I just can't believe that in 2018 there's not an easier way to get the information to know. There is. How it's done. On the on your cell phone. They no, do in Canada. Nobody's going to want to do that because nobody, America is so paranoid that the government's listening anyway. Well, that's true. That's right, going to be so the big problem. But you're right. God. It should just be that it can hear your music. But if you log in. Like, you have to log in to right. your PPM deal, yeah. and then your phone's on all day, and it listens, but only for... Mm-hmm. What people would have to understand is that each song has a digital underscore, yes, exactly. and it's only listening for that digital underscore, yep. Yep. and that that's what's actually showing a rating. That would be something I think people would maybe they see, but they, the up. paranoia would be that they would be... Uh, that they're listening to their conversations and it, surfing what they're looking at on the internet on their phones. Is that why they won't? some people won't carry the meter? Yeah. Yeah, I, sure I think they're true. just afraid yeah. it's too much information. Most you know, people they're afraid to have it. access. Yeah, yeah. The average person who does does that takes part in that program needs the money. Mm-hmm. That's why they do it. Well, I had a friend that used to do the radio journals. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, he said, he goes, you know, the problem is I, I'd turn on Tom in the morning, and I'd be listening to the KQ, and then. 
they'd maybe get into somebody I didn't like. So I'd switch the channel, but I totally forgot that I switched the channel for a while. Yeah. And then it wasn't until, you know, but I'd write down uh, KQ. Yeah, I listened to KQ today from mm-hmm. 6 till 9. And, you know, they bounce back and forth. So I understand there's some problems with the there's, old yes, way. Yes, there's no doubt about it. But, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, it can't be that horrible because there was a correction when the PPMs came out, but then it kind of showed back up to where everything was before, right, is my no. understanding. No? The KQ Morning Show never recovered from going to – I mean, we still have great ratings. Right. That's not the deal. But uh, when PPM came along, we had, I believe, a 24 share. Hmm. And then it went to a 22. And then it was a 20. It's all BS, all of it. Hmm. And, if, you know, if they want to fire me from podcasting, that's good for you. But <laughs> – um, yeah, I, I don't know. The whole thing, I think a lot of stuff is that way. So I'm not just criticizing, you know, radio or television ratings or any of that stuff. I think all of those things are pretty much these days. You know what, what really needs to be done is much like they're doing in England with uh, some radio and TV is you pay a license for your car radio. Right. And it's 50 bucks a year, hundred bucks a year, mm-hmm. and it's commercial free. Yeah. And people, because here's the deal, and I'm sure Andy's one of these people, right? You, I, I know I am. I'd rather listen to a, I know I'm going to be driving, I'd rather listen to a half an hour or an hour-long podcast without commercials. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I can tune into the radio and there's nothing else on, but then go to my podcast. And then most people are doing it. And there are podcasts on every topic. Yeah. And yeah, different iterations of those and how those break down. And if you don't like this host, there's another one doing a show just like it that's got a different voice or personality. Right. So right now there's just too much with the with the broadening of the internet. There's too many I agree fish with that. in and the that pond. That is a problem. That is the problem. Yeah. yeah. And you can't do anything about it. And the other thing I would say is that the only problem I have with with ratings of any kind now, I'm just I'm not you know, mm-hmm. first of all I can't single in on on radio ratings. It's not going to work. But Everybody gets a trophy now. I, I don't know if you've noticed that, but everybody's a winner. At certain points, everybody wins. It's like, come on, it's not real life. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand-new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Dude, dude. Andy, just let me know when the Greek god is on the phone. He is. Oh, no, I was hoping he didn't hear that. (laughs) 
It's called you a Greek god. It's really sad. <laughs> I like it. And you played a song from my youth. Were you from your youth? From your youth. I'm sorry. From what was that word you said? Youth. <laughs> where are you now? Where, where are you this week? <laughs> I'm home. I just got home to back in Los Angeles. When did you get home? Oh, yesterday midday. Oh, so that's good. Flew yeah. back from from Syracuse. I was in Atlantic City and upstate New York. I had some great gigs. It was a really fun week. It's a wonderful thing. It is a wonderful thing. So it's good to be back. It's always good to be back home. Catherine and Andy uh, and the family just got back. As a matter of fact, themselves. Uh, what time did you get back? You got back Saturday at like midnight or something? Uh, yeah, about that. And Catherine's been crabby ever since. But, you know, other than that. No, she's just, she's just tired. She's not crabby. She's tired. But, you know, that's how it is. There, there is a difference. There's definitely a difference. Okay, I want to start off on a serious topic with you, and then I just want to shut up and listen to what you have to say with quick snaps. I cannot cannot take much more of the throwing the football at the referee, pushing the referee, the gun play outside of Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. What is wrong with the NFL with this? They, They have to punish these people. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. I think they've cracked down a lot of things, and they'll probably tighten their grip on this kind of thing a little too. Yeah, I'm with you. I you can't be throwing the football at an official. Sorry, you can't push an official. I'd really appreciate if you didn't shoot people to death or I did, none of them. I think six people got shot, but I don't think any of them have died. Have they in Jacksonville? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Wow. But it's just the violence. That's because they dragged him over to the next town. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Nobody dies in Jacksonville. They're, what are you talking about? They're in Green Cove Springs. <laughs> That's right. There was an interesting <laughs> town. Did I ever tell you that story at all, Kostaki? <laughs> when I lived in Jacksonville at WAPE, I was working there. And I used to go down to Green Cove Springs. And one thing about if you go to Green Cove Springs, Florida, y'all need to start talking like this because otherwise they're going to throw your ass out of town. Unless you have a southern accent, they don't want you in that town. <laughs> it's some, well, I, that's the way it used to be. Maybe it's not like that anymore. I don't know. So what's happening with Quick Snaps this week? Well, there's the Jacksonville bit of news that's not that. Uh, because of a lung issue, Deshaun Watson didn't fly, but instead took a 12-hour bus ride to oh, Jacksonville. Oh. Making him by far the most successful person in history to take a bus to Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> Probably true. Bus ride to Jacksonville sounds like the saddest country song ever. <laughs> That's true. Also, most true. people who take the bus to Jacksonville are either fleeing child support payments or emceeing at the Comedy Zone. There, the Comedy Zone. My Ouch. God, uh, that was an interesting place to live, Kostaki. I will tell you that. I bet. Was, I bet. It was I rather mean, interesting. You know, my early days were all drivable from Atlanta, so I did Jacksonville and Ocala. That's the I mean, you think Jacksonville is a dicey Ocala? Yikes! No, uh, Ocala's a big, big horse town, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's they, definitely yeah. cattle farmers for the most part. Yeah, right, it's right. definitely southern Georgia. Yeah, hey, yeah, buddy, yeah. Let me just sure. tell you something. What? Do you, hey, let me ask you a question. Are you Greek or are you a Jew? Did they ask that? <laughs> I heard well, you that. Gotta, you got to clarify that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly it. 
Uh, you know, it's the world used to be. Well, let me put it this way: when I was in 1977, when I first got uh, got the job at WAP in Jacksonville, I didn't know anybody in town. The ape, the big ape, <laughs> 690, the big ape, the big ape. Nice. You know why they hired me to do the night show? Um, you have a fantastic radio voice. No, that's not it. Because you're built like a big ape. <laughs> no, no, because I am. A, I used to be big, but no, it's because of the the raspiness of my voice. The signal at night goes right through the ghetto out into the ocean. So they, we're going to hire you because you sound like a black guy. That's why they hired me. It's just, uh, and my the first night on the air. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm then talk about being white, black, or whatever. But people thought I was black, except of course for the black people, because I remember one of the first calls I ever took is this young woman. She goes, "Hey, cat man, you ever laid down with a black woman?" I said, "What?" He goes, have you ever laid down with a black woman? I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, look, man, I know you ain't black. <laughs> it was phenomenal. It's like, I'm not, you're not pulling the wool over her eyes, man. No, it's quite the place to live. It, w- it was interesting. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting place. I, I, for me, I associate it with uh, great fun, the Georgia-Florida game. Oh, God, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, the neutral zone of Jacksonville. I actually like Jacksonville. It's always... <clears throat> This week coming up, so it's it's when you when you live in Athens, you've been wearing sweaters for about a month, yeah. and then you drive six hours south, right? right. And you put your flip flops back on, you're back in shorts again. It I was, like it. It was a great weekend. It yeah. is indeed, no question that's, about it. That's quite a drive from Houston to Jacksonville. My question: Did Watson stop at Stuckey's and get a pecan log? I mean, oh, that's, that's what you do, oh, right? Stuckey's. Stuckey's. Wow, is that I twenty? That's I twenty two, isn't it? Interstate. I think it's ten, right? Oh, was it Straight ten? Across from oh, aren't they everywhere? Weren't they everywhere? I should say. Oh, I was thinking about. Yeah. You know what? I was thinking about going from Memphis to Jacksonville. That that'd be I twenty two, through Tallahassee and all that. <laughs> That's some country driving right there. That's some country yeah. driving. Well, I, I'll tell you this: there is a chain restaurant down there called Flicks, F L I C K S. Uh, problem is on every sign, every billboard, every sign that Flick says up, somebody connected the bottom of the L with the bottom of the I. <laughs> so it didn't say Flicks anymore. <laughs> oh, nice. That's <laughs> like, funny. You really? Do that. Yeah, you got to do that. It's just That's a totally. Now, how do you not do that? I remember driving down there. There was a there was a sign that said, "Eat at Sheffield's where Jesus is Lord," and that was one of the first jokes I ever wrote, <laughs> as opposed to. As opposed to Goldstein's, where Jesus is just a guy? <laughs> well, once again, are you Greek or... No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> are you Greek or are you? <laughs> I love that. Well, guy asked me that one time. So listen, uh, before we go any further with this uh, little bit of business, you aren't a Jew, are you? I'm like, what? <laughs> really? You actually ask people that and you expect somebody to That's respond to that? That's one of the great puzzles to me of anti-Semitism. Like, you don't even know until you hang out with somebody. Like, oh, God, no. weird reason to hate somebody. Right. It is very, very uh, odd. Uh, Deshaun Watson took the bus, and Blake Bortles can't hit the side of one. So oh, that was my quite God. A game. What is that all about? Bortles might not get a bus ticket out of Jacksonville. They might just mail him third class. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. This week the Jags traded for Carlos Hyde, then they traded Bortles to the bench. Yeah. Going forward, he could be on the bench longer than Forrest Gump. He might stay there for a while. 
might be one of those new Snickers ads. Not going anywhere for a while. <laughs> he and Case Keenum, huh? That's right. Case got benched. So the NFL too. trade deadline is Tuesday, October 30th. Uh, cool. I'm trading the Falcons for the Rams. <laughs> How about the Rams 7 and 0? It's unbelievable. Uh, there's nobody near They're them. They're really good. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's this kid Rams Ma- and Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, Mahomes is phenomenal. No, oh, but I tell yeah, you what, that Mahomes is fun to watch, man. His dad was a pitcher for the Twins. Right. He wore that. Uh, he wore his dad's jersey to the game this week. Oh, that's cool. Stadium. That's very cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is. <laughs> that's probably why I'm not a pro football player, you know, because my dad was a sociology professor. Sure, that and talent. <laughs> those are the two reasons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. At all. No, you yeah. know what? You're actually Fair. you're long and lean. You're probably a pretty good athlete, aren't you? I don't even know if you're a good athlete no. or not. Oh, you're not. No, awful. I was. I mean, I was whatever. I was, I was probably bottom third of my soccer team, but I was, you know, I was soccer. All right. I was talking about sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Touche. I'm going to get more geef right after this. What do you think of that? But anyway, um, so moving forward, we got the Rams are seven and zero. They look like they're going to beat everybody. For is this going to be one of those teams that goes like fifteen and one and then gets crushed in the playoffs? Yeah, that's fun. I'm rooting for that. Um, we'll see. They're, this week they were all in head-to-toe yellow. Every time the rest threw a flag, it looked like they were rooting the team on. It was, it was a weird look. <laughs> that's right. That's very. That's a good point. There were so many guys wearing tight yellow shirts. Lance, Lance Armstrong started doping again to beat them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. Can't let this happen. <laughs> it was like, like an homage to Big Bird. Those outfits were insane. <laughs> God. There were three teams in head-to-toe colors. The Ravens were in all purple, the Chiefs were in all red, and the Jets were in all green. It was Big Bird, Barney the Dinosaur, Hey Hey Kool-Aid Pitcher, and Gumby, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it was, well, it was Gumby. When they got tackled, you couldn't even see him on the grass. It was weird. Seriously, <laughs> weird, they kind of blended right? in. Is weird. It is very weird. Uh, Todd Gurley has seven more points this season than the entire Bills offense. How about oh. that stat? Except for when they play the Vikings, of course. That close. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Kostaki. Boy, look at the time. We'd love to stay in the They lost to the Bills. Oh, badly. 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 It was bad. Uh, the other big news from the weekend, on the last play, the Bears completed a Hail Mary pass to the one-yard line and couldn't get in. I know. Sounds like my senior prom. <laughs> Thank you. He's appealing to my like brain waves now. Really? Do you have any boyish like, comedy? That's how boyish, we do here. yes, yeah. boyish comedy, exactly. <laughs> the hail mary to the one. It's more of a hell mary. That's more of a Mary Tyler Moore. You just give up and throw your hat in the air. <laughs> I love it. I love it. More of a something about Mary. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the spuzz in the, in the car door. Ah, God. Good night, everybody. Ow. I knew you were going to say that, and that's painful to even think about. <laughs> that was a tough ending for Bears fans. People in Chicago were so upset they ordered a third steak. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you think a lot of people are not going to get that joke? Because I think it's phenomenal. They eat a lot of meat in that area. Yes, they do. They, of, yeah. There's a lot of that region. I love it. Uh, well, that uh, region. <laughs> that region. 
Humphreys joined the 500 Touchdown Club. Man. Elsewhere, a couple on a Greyhound snuck into the bathroom and joined the 8 Feet High Club. <laughs> Mile high, 8 feet high. What's the difference? I like it. <laughs> What's the difference? And by the way, how do you know it's 8 feet? <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. I, you know. Okay. You know. Yeah, you, you know. know. 8 Foot High Club. You know. <laughs> Oh God! It's on. You know, rode for five hundred. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, five hundred one touchdowns, or as the Lions call that, a hundred years. <laughs> what the hell happened to that? Well, they won though yesterday, didn't they? They did win. Yeah, yeah. the right. Lions won yesterday. I was shocked. They're, they're back to mediocre. They're up from where they've been lately. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fine. Matthew Stafford just never developed, did he? I don't think. I, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to tell from the outside. It looks to me as a yeah. casual observer like he's not the problem, but yeah, he you know I he doesn't. He's been there a long time to never have really, you know, had a good team. Right. So, so maybe he's part of the problem. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, Arizona offensive coordinator Mike McCoy was fired oh, a year that. after Denver fired him from the same job. Custer had a better track record out there. <laughs> God. You're kind of bitter today. What's that all about? Uh. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm, I'm just, not crappy. I'm tired. I'm tired. I love that. That's wonderful. <laughs> I'm tired. Arizona promoted Byron Leftwich to the offensive corner. Oh, position. God. How perfect is that for the Cardinals' offense? They're now led by a guy whose indelible image is limping around in desperation. It's perfect. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's weird. Exactly they are. Uh, Bengals got walloped Sunday night uh, by the Chiefs. Poor Andy Dalton. He already looks like a human jack-o'-lantern. Now he's losing this close to <laughs> He's got that toothless smile now. Is that what you're saying? He does have he's an interesting look, that dude. He's a weird-looking guy. The Bengals guy, are black is. and orange. Yep. Yeah. And this year, the Bengals dressed up as a good football team. I guess that's... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect sounds like you burp through saying perfect. Like, I'll buy this round. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. I never did understand perfect, but that's just me. That's a, that's a weird name. And finally, perfect was fined $112,000 this week. Does he even know those are fines anymore? Or does he think those are membership dues? <laughs> that's a good line, pal. All right. It's always a tremendous pleasure to hear your Greek voice. <laughs> The pleasure is mine, Tom. Thank Tom you, sir. I appreciate it immensely. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Talk to you in a week. Thanks a lot. Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps, one of the great guys. And I love Kostaki. He's a wonderful guy. Yeah, he's fun. All right. Well, I'd love to stay in schmooze, but i got to go buy some THC. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Maybe. Tomorrow. <laughs> Sometime. Thanks one for listening. One toke over the land, land sweet Jesus. Jesus. <laughs>